Welcome to Better Animal Handling, Chapter 11, Episode 73. From the center of Missouri, USA, I'm C.B. Chastain, your guide to better animal handling, and Abby, my catalog and safety consultant co-host. Say hi, Abby. Our goals are to improve your knowledge of why domestic animals from Chihuahuas to Clydesdales act as they do and how to better handle them safely and humanely. Today's episode is on safety for horses being handled. Our topics for this week are desensitization of horses for their future safety, senses for safety, vocalizations for safety. The safety of horses is entirely dependent on the handling ability of their owners and who else handles them. Horses protect themselves instinctively by flight reactions. Their flight reactions occur before thinking. That is, run first, think later. This reaction can put the horse as well as a handler in danger. Understanding how horses monitor for possible dangers and communicate with each other can be helpful in identifying and defusing potential dangerous situations. A technique of exposing horses to a wide variety of new stimuli in a couple of days is sometimes used to demonstrate for entertainment how quickly a young horse can accept a saddle and rider for the first time. The technique of form of flooding or mental exhaustion from persistent overstimulation works well for initial acceptance of the saddle and rider, but flooding does not cause lasting effects without daily, less intense follow-up training periods. Slower, shorter training periods are more effective, safer for the horse and the rider, and less stressful to young horses in the early stages of their training than flooding to exhaust them. Horses rely to a large extent on their sight for safety. They have excellent peripheral vision and constantly scan the horizon, but they cannot see directly behind them. Handlers who remain watchful for dogs in the distance, blowing plastic bags and other potentially horse-scary things have a safety advantage. Horses' sense of hearing is acute and enhanced by highly mobile ears. Handlers who use a soothing voice inflection when horses wish to flee will be at a safety advantage. Horses are relaxed by hearing sounds of normal activity. A handler trying to be too quiet or causing excessively loud noises make horses nervous. Horses monitor odors for danger and social status. Horses greet each other by smelling the breath of each other. Pecking order is begun at the first meeting. A handler should not allow strange horses to smell each other's breath while they are under his direct control. One horse may strike out when they begin the sorting of their level of social status after smelling each other. 
Horses touch each other in bonding the herd members and asserting social status within the herd. Handlers can reinforce horses' respect and trust in the handler by grooming them and petting them after they perform a desired action or demonstrate a proper response. It is beneficial in establishing trust with horses for handlers to spend time milling with them, and when they do not attempt to flee, casually petting them as they graze. A handler's presence and touch should be associated with normal herd activities and relaxation, not just with being worked or receiving medical treatments. A sense of touch is well developed in horses. The touch of a fly on their skin will cause the skin to twitch and shake the fly off. Horses have a sensitive prehensile upper lip that can pick out grains of oats from corn and pills from feed and unopened latches on gates and doors. Some horses will use the tactile hairs on their muzzle to test electric fences. There are handlers who believe horses should only be rubbed and not patted because they have such a sensitive sense of touch. Yet a dominant herd mate may reprimand another horse who violates a herd's social structure by a controlled kick to the abdomen. Patting a horse is not painful, and desensitization to pats are needed for horses that are kept in warm, humid climates, since a handler may need to slap a horse to kill a horsefly on its body for the protection of the horse and the handler. Horses quickly learn not to resent non-injurious slaps that protect them from painful bites. Abby says one of our horses, Gracie, will run over to us and point out the horse flies she wants executed. Yep, she does, Abby. Horses have a spectrum of vocalizations to communicate with each other to assist in each other's safety. A nicker is used to acknowledge near presence of a herd member. When calling out for the location of another herd member, a loud neigh or whinny is used. Clacking, also called snapping, tooth clapping, or champing, is a chomping movement of the jaws with the corners of the mouth pulled back that signals submission. Clacking is used by foals, weanlings, and yearlings around dominant herd members. If a horse is feeling good and is excited, a deep breath and a blow is used. A snort is used when excited, but it's an announcement that it's ready to run. Horses that feel that they're working harder harder than desired will grunt or moan. A squeal is an aggressive noise used more often by mares to startle a potential opponent. Screams are rare sounds of great fear, such as horses in barn fires. Now, let's recap the key points to remember from today's episode. Handlers of horses are responsible for horse safety. Horses use all their senses to monitor for danger, especially the sense of sight. Horses vocalize to avert fear or to initiate a flight reaction. Abby says it's time to wrap up this episode. More information on animal handling is available on my book. Animal Handling and Physical Restraint, published by CRC Press. It's also available on Amazon for many other fine book supply sources. 
Additional information is available at betteranimalhandling.com. Don't forget, serious injury or death can result from handling and restraining some animals. Safe and effective handling and restraint requires the experience and continual practice. Acquisition of the needed skills should be under the supervision of an experienced animal handler. Thanks for listening. Appy and I hope you'll come back next week when I'll talk about safer horseback riding. Hey, Abby, did you know that riding horses is statistically more hazardous than riding motorcycles? I don't know. Maybe that was why Evil Knievel didn't jump horses over the fountain at Caesar's Palace in Las Vegas. (laughs) 